This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. The IBM Edge Conference in Las Vegas and HPC Advisory Council in Spain. It's This Week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening into another episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research. I'm Addison Snell, and This Week in HPC is brought to you in partnership by our friends at top500.org. I'm taking on a solo podcast this week in HPC as my regular podcasting partner, Michael Feldman, is under a deadline and trying to get a project out. We, uh, I was traveling all last week in HPC, so it was difficult to get our schedule synced up, but we did want to get out to our listeners with an update on some of these conferences that were going on. My week started on Sunday and Monday in Las Vegas to do a quick touch-in at the IBM Edge Conference, which is a an annual event that we like to try to get to. Now, it goes on all week, but I had some other commitments. I was pleased to be able to be there for a full day and catch up on some of the keynotes and the theme of the conference this year at IBM Edge, Outthink Status Quo, with some of the ways that IBM technology and services are starting to look forward for their customers. There was a lot of IBM power-specific content and meetings for us to catch up on, including an interesting session where Callista Redman, the president of the Open Power Foundation, was interviewing some of their Open Power partners and customers, including a representative of Connecticut DB that talked about the use of GPU accelerators for their database applications. I thought that was an interesting use of GPUs going forward and a nice strong statement for OpenPower.org. Now, Open Power does continue to grow from an organization perspective. That was highlighted during the opening keynote session. They now have 250 members from 26 countries and six continents. Now, remind me, if you will, dear listener, to come back to that six continent number later on in the podcast. And they have over 30 hardware and technology providers and over 100 collaborative innovations underway. So Open Power Foundation uh, continuing to grow from a membership and ex- activity standpoint. What we'd like to see as analysts going forward is that start to translate into market share before we really start declaring a lot of momentum. Open Power, of course, had a great start on the power system side with the coral winds from the U.S. Department of Energy, those two major supercomputer uh, initiatives, but uh, we'd like to take a look at supercomputing this year when we get there in a couple of months, see what kind of momentum they've carried uh, into that conference and what kind of wins they've built throughout the year. Moving on from Las Vegas, my next uh, stop was Leon, Spain, so I kind of lost a day to travel, but that brought me to the HPC Advisory Council meeting in Leon, and, and it was in at the uh, Parador de Leon, which is a beautiful location there in Leon, just north of Madrid. Uh, We really like these HPC Advisory Council meetings. They've become a a really terrific uh, cross-industry group that spans industry, government, academia, has a lot of technical content, has a lot of high-level content. I met people from Barcelona Supercomputer Center, of course. I met people from Total in France. The uh, the attendees were probably at least half from Spain, uh, but then it, it went out into the surrounding area from there. They had uh, attendees from the Netherlands and from Germany, from Ireland, Italy, Switzerland, uh, and of course from the U.S. as well outside of Spain. So it really was a, a good cross-section there. My own presentation, I got to have a lot of fun with. We've been starting to draw on this 10-year theme in HPC. This has been, of course, our 
10th year uh, in business at Intersect 360 Research, going back to when we were founded as Tabor Research. And my presentation built on our new market model and forecast showing 2.7% growth in the HPC industry from last year to this year, uh, the five-year forecast ahead. But rather than just do you know this year and the next five years, we thought it'd be fun to take a look at the last 10 years and the next 10 years. And I even went back and found some of the first predictions we made as this new analyst company in, uh, at the start of, uh, of our existence. Five important predictions for HPC in 2007, which we published as Tabor Research. I thought that would be interesting. Let's see what we thought back then and put those up on the board. We predicted that HPC would be described more in productivity and less in performance and flops. Right away, the number one prediction we made as analysts uh, – I'd have to say that did not come true. No, we we missed it on that one. There is some hope for the future on that as we talk about things like exascale rather than exaflops, but mostly the industry hasn't gone there. The other predictions we made out of those five, we we did much better. We predicted the data would become more important and that parallel file systems would begin to emerge. Got that. Power consumption to become a top-tier purchase criterion. We got that. HPC growth would be driven by business applications like finance, gaming, logistics. Yep, we got that. Then there was a funny one there. We predicted that Microsoft would grow its presence in HPC, buoyed by multi-core trends. Well, that did happen actually for the next couple years after that point before Microsoft changed its strategy and entrenched its HPC strategy underneath cloud with Azure. Uh, so that was true 2007, 2008, 2009, before it went the other way again. Now we see Microsoft starting to come back again with Azure. So who knows, maybe that'll get going again. We also had a couple of other predictions other than those five around multi-core expansion and application performance, not keeping up with architecture peaks and increasing focus on middleware. We even predicted that GPUs would start to become a predominant accelerator architecture beginning at the entry level and mid-range and uh, percolating out from there. So overall, other than that first one on productivity, and maybe you could quibble with Microsoft, I think the predictions we were making there in 2007 were maybe not so bad. And uh, that led us to wanting to look at the next 10 years in HPC and uh, write these down and grade us in the year 2026 and see how we did. First of all, that the fundamental drivers of the HPC market are, are going to remain strong, and that's forever. And that's because we just don't run out of science to be done or engineering problems. That We've talked about this on this podcast before, that the fundamental drivers of HPC, that there's always a harder problem to solve, that doesn't go away. We've also talked about this idea that specialization will proliferate again, and there's room for custom architectures to reemerge in the market. Public utility or cloud computing will uh, continue to grow, but it will remain below, well below 10% of the HPC market throughout the next 10 years. We think object storage by the end of that 10-year period will really start to take off in commercial markets. And then most importantly out of all of it is the hyperscale market will have a tremendous effect on HPC, not only in consuming HPC-associated technologies like GPUs and InfiniBand, it'll help define system configurations, product specifications through things like Open Compute Project or Scorpio. It has significant influence on software and middleware. But most importantly, the hyperscale market is helping to bring about a real 
revolution on the application side, specifically in AI, including deep learning, and then also to a certain extent in augmented reality. I think the next 10 years are going to be driven a lot by changes or adoption in these areas, and, and they have a, a lot of HPC overlap, a lot of overlap between HPC and hyperscale when you look at uh, AI and augmented reality. So that was a fun presentation and a fun day in Lyon. And from there, I had to dash off to Barcelona. My week wasn't done yet. I was off to the 2016 International Industrial Supercomputing Workshop, or IISW, meeting at the Barcelona Supercomputer Center in Barcelona. Now, this was really more of a, a two-day workshop that was an update on industrial HPC programs worldwide. It was akin to the uh, private sector partnership PSP meetings put on by NCSA in Urbana, Illinois. This is more of a European focus, and, and actually, if I dare say so, more of a worldwide focus. They had presenters from six different continents, and there's that number six again. I was told that outside of the Americas, North and South America are not two separate continents. It's one continent called America, so they had it as five continents. I think that's crazy. If Europe and Asia get to be separate continents, then North and South America get to be separate continents. So I count it as six because they did have speakers from both. So that's my, my analyst opinion on how many continents there are in the world. None of the conferences I went to had anyone from Antarctica in attendance, but they had the other six continents covered. So I'm counting it as six. But beyond that, uh, really outstanding updates looking at uh, uh, presentations on PRACE and from KISTI in Korea, from the National Supercomputing Center in uh, Singapore, uh, Rio de Janeiro, Lawrence Livermore National Labs, Edinburgh, all of these coming up with their, uh, their private sector partnership programs in terms of doing commercial outreach and helping people grow their commercial HPC applications locally. I got to give a presentation there as well, updating the, the work that we've done on the, for, with the United States Council on Competitiveness from the SOLVE report and the working group surveys. We've reported on those uh, on, on this podcast before and also our, our update on cloud and HPC and where that is. Um, you know, some people looking at what are the true barriers to adopting and growing uh, HPC and uh, also got a little bit again into our, our last 10 years and next 10 years. I really had way too much content for my slot, but uh, those who attended the meeting have full access to those slides. And for you, our listeners, what I would really recommend is joining the HPC Advisory Council. If, if you'd like to see some of those slides, you can find hpcadvisorycouncil.com, get some information on upcoming meetings. Their, their next one will be uh, in November in China. Uh, then they loop back around again to Logano, Switzerland next spring and uh, Stanford in February. So there's a lot going on on the, um, on the HPC Advisory Council, and that's a great way to get access to some of our presentations that we give at these events. So it was a busy week for me last week in HPC. Another busy week for me this week in HPC as my travels continue. I'll be looking forward to syncing up with my podcasting partner, Michael Feldman, again late this week. And we'll come back to you with another update on the news around the world in HPC. But for now, I'll sign off. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.